Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Becky. This is B Dunks Astrology. I have another forecast coming out this week. This one is all about the moon cycle for the month of October. We have a blue moon this month coming up on October 31st, and as well as a new super moon coming up on the 16th. So I decided to put a forecast together for just the moon cycle because it's quite a unique cycle in of itself just like 2020 has been really. October is said to be one of the most action-packed months out of 2020. The sun is entering Scorpio on the 22nd. Mercury is sitting in Scorpio for the majority of the month and also going retrograde on the 13th, 14th, depending on where you are. And Mercury's retrograde is gonna last until November 1st. Scorpio is a sign of intensities and extremes and isn't really too concerned with anything that doesn't deal with the cold, hard, raw truth. It isn't afraid to go to the otherworldly, dark, deep depths. With both the Sun and Mercury sitting in this untamed sign, we also have Mars, who is another traditional ruler of Scorpio, sitting in his other home sign of Aries and sitting retrograde. Plus, we also have Pluto, who is the other ruler of Scorpio, sitting in Capricorn, who also recently turned direct after being retrograde since the spring. So this is putting a huge emphasis on Scorpio in general, making it for a rather Halloween-y, spooky kind of month. The upcoming squares that Mars is going to be making to both Saturn and Pluto on the 9th and the 19th respectively are likely going to put a bit of pressure and strain into our lives. And the fact that he is retrograde is adding an extra layer of tension into the mix. With these aspects, we're being put through a multitude of tests and it's all to make sure that we are staying aligned with what it is that we truly desire for ourselves, that we are still on the path that we want to be walking down. The constant theme that we've been dealing with for the entirety of 2020 and what I think these three lunations this month are really putting a highlight on is this concept of law and order and authority and governance and asserting ourselves against this authority, not necessarily against to oppose or to create conflict, depending on what the situation you're dealing with is, but, but really asserting ourselves in this new foundation in this new order and law and finding ways that we can rebuild our own foundation and our own structure in a way that is harmonious and in accordance with everything that's going on around us. I hate to sound like a broken record with this, but it really is the perpetuating theme that we've been dealing with, with this Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto stuff happening in Capricorn all year. That is the underlying theme that everyone is sort of dealing with, again, in their own unique ways. Again, with the Mars retrograde in Aries, plus Chiron coming out of Aries as well, as well as a retrograde Uranus and Taurus. All of this is contributing to some massive transformation and reformation in, again, some of these elemental, structural, foundational areas of our lives. And through it all, this demand for inner freedom and inner authority and inner independence is feeling this internal fire within all of us to find this sense of liberation and freedom from a lot of these outdated and older structures and ways of doing things that aren't working for us anymore. The first full moon that we saw this month occurred on the 1st of October in the sign of Aries. Aries being a cardinal fire sign, so he is a fire starter. Aries is headstrong, it is determined, it initiates things, it starts things. It is led by intuition. 
It is that burning will, that burning fuel within us that ultimately guides our instincts. A full moon is a time of culmination. It is a time of building up and creating something. And with an Aries full moon, it really is an energy of just wanting to go and do. I think with the first full moon that we faced this month, it was all about coming face to face with some of the fears that we have within us, the deep inner fears that we have, and learning new ways that we can overcome them by remaining grounded in remembering what we truly desire for our life. The full moon was conjunct Chiron, the wounded healer, so it was putting an emphasis on a lot of, on a lot of these old past wounds, childhood traumas maybe. And it could have made a lot of us feel really vulnerable and uncomfortable in ways that we just couldn't seem to avoid. We could have found ourselves in situations where we felt attacked or cornered and just couldn't get out of that. A lot of us could just have been feeling really triggered in a lot of ways. But I think every single time we are being triggered, it, it was an opportunity for us and still is an opportunity for us to always ask ourselves, all right, what is it that I'm actually being triggered by here? Why am I getting triggered? What's the story that I'm telling myself? Why do I feel attacked? Is this attack shining light and truth on something that I need to look at? It was an opportunity for us to really get honest with ourselves about those types of things. When we are being called out on our shit and maybe we do have to look at ourselves and ask ourselves honestly, is there truth behind this call out? And is there something I need to review within myself and work on within myself? Or maybe is this something that I need to cut ties with and is no longer serving me anymore? Maybe they are just uselessly calling me out on something and it's not a healthy relationship or it's not a healthy situation that I need to keep myself in any longer. Chiron is known as a mentor and a guide that leads us down life and leads us down a path of healing and, and showing us the wounds that we do need to heal, the wounds that we need to step into and towards in order to grow the most. With this Aries full moon with Chiron energy, I think it was really calling us to channel our inner warrior, our inner wounded healer, and use that fighting power that Aries offers to get through some of these more challenging situations. On October 16th, we have the new moon coming up in Libra. This new moon is also a super new moon. Anytime there is a super moon, whether it's a new moon or a full moon, that moon is occurring at the closest point that it can be to the Earth. And anytime that we do have a new moon, it's a more introspective, restorative, reflective period. It's not necessarily a time to start new projects or do new things per se, but more so laying the intentions and laying the seeds behind these new projects and plans. So this potent new supermoon, I think, is a really great opportunity for us to start planting those intentions, planting those seeds for some of the things that we want to see come to fruition within the next six months. Every moon cycle lasts six months. So this new moon in Libra, the things that we're planning for ourselves right now, we can expect to see come to fruition within the next six months when we have the full moon in Libra. I think this entire month we are all being presented with a number of ways in which we can approach situations and challenges in a new and more mature way. 
in a more adaptive way since a lot of us have had to learn how to become more adaptive, how to roll with the punches more and go with the flow more as our world has been changing every single day, really. These changes that everyone is dealing with are all impacting us on an individual subjective level, but also on a global scale as well. And we all have to learn how to integrate these changes and navigate these changes in our own way. Some of us are dealing with it better than others. Some of us are able to adapt to change a little bit more easily. But for some of us, we aren't rolling with the punches as smoothly as we'd like and we're quite resistant to change. So I think anytime we're faced with resistance, it's a chance for us to ask ourselves, what is it exactly we are so resistant to? What is it about this new way of being, this new perspective that I am afraid of? Is there an opportunity here for me to overcome a fear and grow so that I can get to be in a place where I'm living more from a higher version of myself. Around the same time of this new moon, we also have to contend with this energy that is coming from Mercury opposing Uranus that first happened on the 7th, but because Mercury is going retrograde, he's going to actually do this opposition to Uranus three times in total. So the second of these three oppositions is going to happen on October 19th. And I think this is going to bring in a really interesting mix of energy that could bring in really unexpected, shocking events. It's, it's going to amplify that vibe of intense, shocking, unexpected things happening. Hidden news coming up. This new moon is also making a, an aspect that's called a T-square, depending how generous you are with your orbs. So we have the sun and the moon sitting at 23 degrees of Libra making a loose opposition to Mars sitting in Aries, sitting at around 20 degrees of Aries. While they're both making squares to the three clustered planets sitting in Capricorn that a lot of astrologers have um, sort of noted to be associated with everything happening in 2020 with COVID and everything. So that's Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. The T-square represents two opposing forces. In this case, we have the sun and the moon sitting in Libra and they're trying to restore harmony and balance while being opposed and pulled by the energy of Mars who's sitting retrograde in Aries going, I want to go and do, but I can't. And they're being anchored by this authoritative group of heavyweight planets that are putting a huge emphasis on the transformation of the structures of everything. So I think for this new moon, it is really all going to be about how we on an individual level can restore harmony and maintain harmony and find justice and balance for ourselves. And that we can use that newfound sense of authority and, and, and power from creating this consistency and this harmony in our lives and allow that to emanate to the world around us. Lead by example, live by example. As I mentioned, a new moon is a very restorative time in and of itself. It's a time to nurture and take care of ourselves. It is a lower energy type of vibe, so it's not unexpected if you do feel a little bit more low energy around this time. So again, it's a good time to just internalize and reflect and 
some of the things that we could be reflecting on are the things in our life that are preventing us from maintaining a sense of harmony. What are these things that are challenging us and working against us in a way? And what can we do to take our power back over it? We can use this new supermoon energy to really set some solid intentions for ourselves so that we can take order and take hold of the direction that we want our lives to be going in. Each new moon is a time of release. It is a time of letting go. It is a time of closing one door and remembering that another door always opens. When one chapter ends, another chapter begins. Every cycle, again, it's a cycle. It's a new moon cycle. So this is a new moon, a new beginning, and the ending of a chapter. So again, it's another opportunity to ask ourselves, what is it that we are choosing? What are we choosing to end and say goodbye to and lay to rest so that something new can come for us? Any changes that we're making right now for ourselves are likely going to be very structural, very foundational, very very big changes. We're likely going to see a lot of these changes occurring in the area of our relationships since this is a new moon in Libra. And we also have Venus, the ruler of Libra, sitting in Virgo. So again, we can look at some of the Virgo themes and see that we can be making changes to a lot of the Virgo areas of life, like the practical day-to-day tasks that we do, our health, our day-to-day routines, our health habits, practical matters, the smaller things that really do build up and amount to the bigger picture. And again, looking at Libra, looking at the sign of relationships, even Venus being the ruler of relationships as well, we can take a look at the relationships we have and ask ourselves how they are contributing to our lives. Are there things that we need to be changing within some of these relationships to better serve the direction that we want to be going in in our life? Are there some relationships that we need to end or say goodbye to or change in some way. We can also take a look at our relationship with money since Venus does rule finances. A lot of us don't think of relationships when we think of money, but relationships to money and our finances is very much a thing. It's not necessarily something that a lot of us are taught, and it's something that many of us have to teach ourselves as we grow up. So it's a time that we can reflect on our relationship with our money and our finances. How are we managing our money and finances? Are there things that we need to revise and restructure and get in order? We can use the practical laser focus of Virgo and get these types of things done. On October 31st, we will have the full moon in Taurus. This full moon is known as a blue moon. Unfortunately, it's not going to look blue. I wish it would. That would be so cool. Whenever we have a blue moon, it means that we have two full moons occurring in the same single month. So again, with the full moon that happened on the 1st, we have this second full moon happening on the 31st. So it's technically a blue moon. Hence the phrase, once in a blue moon. Doesn't happen that often. This is also a unique blue moon in that it's happening on Halloween. The last time we had a full moon on Halloween was back in 2001 
around October 31st, November 1st, the world was still dealing with the devastation that was 9-11. We were also seeing some pretty horrific headlines coming out of the U.S. with all of the anthrax threats that were going on. And on October 31st in 2001, Bush officially declared the war on anthrax. Also around mid-October 2001, we saw Polaroid file for bankruptcy. I think this is a rather unique um, coincidental occurrence in that we saw a massive change in the way that the world had begun to create memories and commemorate things. The way that we recorded our special moments began to evolve. We also saw some huge generational shifts with the internet coming out, the World Wide Web and Google only really becoming a thing within the previous few years. Notably, Wikipedia was also established in 2001, which paved the way for a huge transformation in the way that we saw this new age of social media and collective information and collective content generation. This was all emphasized by the fact that Uranus, the planet of shocking transformation and innovation and technology, was sitting in the sign of Aquarius, who rules similar things. The goal of Aquarius is to refresh humanity and bring in innovative change, which we definitely saw that year. And all of these changes really contributed to the way that we lived in the world. A full moon in Taurus calls for the need for emotional, foundational stability, which is probably really hard for many of us to find right now. The full moon is also going to be conjunct a retrograde Uranus, so that's going to make it that much harder to find any sort of emotional stability. And this might be a time where we really feel called to establish stability and lasting, secure foundations, especially in our domestic lives. This Halloween full moon is going to probably bring in a lot of tricks and little treats. <laughs> with the tension of a retrograde Uranus combined with this culminating building energy of a Taurian full blue moon, we should be expecting the unexpected, I think. I think we can best harness the energy of this full moon by channeling the steadfast stability of Taurus, the hardworking nature of Taurus, the discipline, and channeling that energy into the areas of our lives that need more structure and need more discipline, need more practicality, need more routine. If there are areas of our lives that we know could use this right now, especially again domestically like within our homes, our foundations, the things that we rely on to provide us with a sense of home and safety and security, any of those areas that we need to refine and get back on the horse on, now is a good time to do that. Taurus is known for being stubborn and lazy, but I think it's more so Taurus is slow to change. Taurus, you can't make a Taurus do anything they don't want to do. So if there are things that you know you really don't want to do, don't necessarily force yourself to do them and redirect that energy and let go of that guilt and take that into channel into something that you do want to do. Although Taurus can be slow to change, once they get going, it is near impossible to stop a raging bull. So if you're able to catch any wave of momentum right now, ride that wave out. We're also contending with 
Mercury making a square to Saturn around the time of the full moon as well. This adds a layer of sternness and discipline to the way that we think. This could bring up some difficult issues that make us question ourselves, almost like uh, an imposter syndrome type feeling maybe. This could lead some of us to hesitate on making any sort of decisions for ourselves and give away our authority and almost want someone else to make the decisions for us. And this might be fueled by this sense of feeling like we don't know enough to make the decision for ourselves. Mercury squaring Saturn does present some learning barriers, some communication barriers, learning in a hard way, not being able to grasp a concept no matter how hard we try. This type of energy paired with the Taurus full moon could make it rather difficult for some of us to communicate and explain ourselves to these authoritative figures in our lives or some sort of authority that surrounds us. It can make it hard for us to be able to explain in a confident and secure manner just exactly why it is we want the things that we want, why we want to live the way we want to live. It could be as if what we're trying to describe and explain is so shocking and out of this world to the other person, the other party, that they just can't grasp it whatsoever. And they might actually be shocked that we even think this way. We can harness the scientific and the technical aptitude of a Mercury-Saturn contact, though. And if we are able to get really, really clear on our goals and our desires and why it is that we want them so that if we do have to explain ourselves to somebody we are able to clearly define our vision and explain just exactly how it is that we plan to go about getting it because it is a Taurus full moon and Taurus is all about the practical the tangible the sensible the things that we can sense here are some practical things that we can do for the upcoming full moon at the end of the month Cleansing your space, clearing out the clutter, mental and physical. Take advantage of the steadfastness, the, the persistence of Taurus and clean out the closet, clean out the room, reorganize, again, clear out the mental clutter, do whatever you need to do to detox any sort of negative thinking, negative thought patterns, whether this means having a difficult conversation with someone, getting something out in the open, or even just meditating or journaling about it and just getting those thoughts out onto paper. Anything that we can do to cleanse and clear out and make room for the new. And so that we're not holding on to anything that's no longer doing us any good. Number two is get physical. Taking walks, restarting an exercise routine, or dancing even if you like dancing. Anything that we can do to expel our energy in a physical way. When we start every day, we only have a certain amount of energy to use. And majority of us spend it in our brains, spend it in our mental. Our brain eats up so much more energy than we realize. And so if we're overthinking and we're spending so much energy in our heads, we don't leave a lot of energy left to spend it in the physical. So just being aware of that and remembering to spend your energy wisely, maybe try to get a workout in in the morning so that you're, you've already done that and taken care of that and then you can go on about your day in a more balanced and restful, restorative way. So again, taking walks, exercise, do some yoga, stretch, 
anything that you do to get into your physical body and so you can feel the feeling of really being. Number three is get organized. It's kind of similar to number one, I know, but this is a little bit more particular in that we can really harness uh, Venus being in Virgo right now since Venus does rule Taurus and she's sitting in Virgo. And again, harnessing that laser focus, that practical energy that Virgo offers. So getting practical with the way that you organize your life, making lists, going over your schedule, making yourself a schedule, starting to use a scheduler, checking in with your goals and getting clear with your goals, writing them down, familiarizing yourself with them, reviewing them on a consistent basis. These are the smaller practical steps that we can take and do on a consistent basis that that are truly foundational building blocks that help us to create the bigger picture for ourselves. That is it for the full moon, new moon, full moon forecast for this month. I hope you enjoyed. If you found this helpful, I would really appreciate if you could like, subscribe, comment, share, all the nice things. Liking and sharing and subscribing is the best way that you can help support the podcast and the YouTube channel. So I would really, really appreciate it. And I am very grateful for everyone that has been tuning in and supporting and liking and commenting. Thank you. I really appreciate it. As always, if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one reading with me, you can do so by checking the notes. All of the links should be there. Or you can find me on social media. My handle is usually something to do with B-Dunks, B-D-U-N-C-K-S. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week, my friend, and I will catch you next time.